Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast, where we connect and collaborate with other self-sustaining entrepreneurs, authors, and experts. Hi, I'm Marlo Higgins, your Chief Inspirational Officer. I like to say when we perform, we get paid. This podcast focuses on the areas of confidence, mindset, leadership, and performance, which all lead to increased revenues and sales. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, talents, and self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters. When it all aligns, everything works. All right, welcome to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast. And today our performance conversation is with our very special guest, Mark Struczewski. And Mark Struczewski has a great story. We have a lot of synergy. We're going to get into that. We actually work together. So we're going to have a bit of a conversation around that client and coaching partnership. But first, who is Mark Struczewski? Mark is very excited to help people be productive in a distracted world. And he has MrProductivity.com. So Mark, thank you for being on this episode today. Marlo, it is an honor to be here to serve both you and your audience. Absolutely. Okay. So that was a bit of a, uh, of a description of who you are, but tell our audience listeners, who, who are you? What lights you up and what gets you out of bed in the morning? <laughs> this is going to sound really nerdy, but I love helping people be productive in a distracted world. As I, as I look around, I see everyone looking down at their phones and they're not paying attention to the world and the people around them and enjoying the flowers and the birds and the, the festivals and the cities and stuff like that. And so I really get lit up when I get to help people regain their life because there's more to light than what's on your phone. I agree with that. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to take this deep dive to the granular level on these two words. What does productivity mean to you? And then what does distraction mean to you? Take our audience through as they're listening to this and they're saying, okay, I'm listening to this gentleman who really knows this space. So what is productivity and what is distraction? For me, when you're being productive, it's doing what you need to do when you need to do it. And they both need the what and the when need to be in there because if you only have one, it's kind of like a vague goal. So when you're doing what you need to do, which is really important, are you doing what you need to do or is it something that could be outsourced or delegated or automated or maybe even eliminated? And then when do you need to do it by it? For me, Distraction means anything that takes you away from doing what needs to get done. So if your goal is to write a New York Times bestseller, well, you probably should spend a lot of time writing. But if you're on YouTube watching silly kid videos, that's probably not congruent with your goal of writing a New York Times bestseller. Right. So it's really kind of just getting it narrowed in. Why is it important? Like, so what got you into this space, Mark? Like, give us a little bit of history. I mean, what is it about this that you want to eradicate this distraction for others and help them understand what is a personal experience that you've had that brings you into this, this knowledge? Well, what's interesting is I kind of stumbled and bumbled my way into productivity. The real short story is I was fired from my job in July of 2005 and, and I decided to become an entrepreneur because why not? And, and so I chose wedding and portrait photography, which I failed at. But one thing that came out of there was my love for public speaking, because that's how I promoted my business. And the first time I spoke, my wife said, you shouldn't be a photographer, you should be a speaker. And so I became a speaker. I didn't want to talk about productivity. 
came up with some silly topics, how to go from hopeless to hopeful. Don't know where I came up with that. And then how to overcome roadblocks in your path to success. Note this out when you're not successful, don't tell people how to be successful. And then one time I was on the phone with one of my coaches and, and I was kind of having a bad day, a blue day. And, and he said, what's going on? I said, well, you know, I really love speaking and training and teaching people, but I don't know what to talk on. He goes, well, why don't you talk on product about productivity? And I said, well, I don't know where that came from, but why would you say that? He says, because you are so naturally productive. And so that gave birth to Mr. Productivity. And the only thing I can come up with is maybe because I was an only child, my parents raised me like you do this at this time and we expect this. And I think I, because that's the way I was raised, I'm just naturally productive. I don't like chaos. I don't like messes. I don't like seeing things cluttered. That's just the way I've always raised. And I believe everyone is born with a gift that we have to share with the world. And it took me, what, 50, 52 years to find out what mine was. I'm 54 now. And I think that's what thrust me in it. I've been doing it so naturally. I just thought everyone was productive. Okay. And this is the one thing that we do know about Mark Struchewski is you're a runner. Okay. What is it? How did you adopt your running into your, your productivity and like your whole being of, of like who you are and why you do it and, and what keeps you um, wanting to do that? Well, in August of 2017, Hurricane Harvey visited the city of Houston where I live, and on most of Houston, uh, he dumped 51 inches of rain. Now, my wife and I won the housing lottery. Where we are, there's no bayous or reservoirs or anything like that, so we didn't flood. But during the height of the storm, when our street had like three feet of water, we didn't get water in the house, I had happened to just read an article on runnersworld.com that said, what I learned from running one mile a day for 250 days. And I read the article, and I'm like, I could run one mile a day. And so when Hurricane Harvey left on August 29, 2017, I started running every day. Now I run three miles a day. I'm pretty close to 1,700 miles from 2019. And I run because I can, number one. Number two, both my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, and my mother were diagnosed with late onset Alzheimer's. My mother is 75. She's got a mindset of a five-year-old now. And I heard from her neurologist that when you take care of yourself, both physically and what you consume, you no guarantees, but you may offset the, the onset of Alzheimer's. Now, I'm not a doctor. That's just what I've been told. But what I found out when I started taking care of myself much better, I started losing weight. I started having more energy. And when you have more energy, well, guess what? You can be more productive because now it doesn't feel like you're dragging concrete bricks behind you all day long. Wow. So what a story. I mean, so right there. So someone can come to you and say, Mark, teach me um, how to be that person and how to gain that energy. And what are, what are the actions I can take that allow you to do? Because what you do is an extension of who you are. You've been there and you've done that. And I think that's why you're so effective in your space of helping people be productive because that is there. Let's match the distraction to that though. What do you do on the days that you don't feel like running or are you just so conditioned now that it's just part of of your routine. Talk to us about that. <laughs> well, I've run over 760 days as of we're recording this on September 30th. And it's so conditioned. If like a couple of days ago, my wife and I went to do the walk for to end Alzheimer's and I ran later in the day and I, I kind of felt heart palpitations because I usually run first thing in the morning and I didn't get my run until 10 o'clock in the morning. I am so conditioned. I've run in the rain. I've run in the heat. I run in the cold, and yes, it does get cold in Houston from time to time. The worst time I ever rain is uh, ran is when it was like 39 degrees and raining outside. But hey, every day means every day, no excuses. So it's so I'm so conditioned to run. I cannot imagine 
not running. I've run when I was sick. I've run when I've had some other physical ailments, but I ran every day and I'm still alive. So apparently it didn't do anything to harm me. So give us the mindset around that though, Mark. I mean, there's something right there because a lot of people would love to do what you just spoke. How do you get into that space where it's absolutely no excuse of doing it? You just do it. Is there a way that you can bring people to that? (laughs) Well, I believe it all starts when you wake up in the morning because a lot of people make the mistake. They grab for that phone and they, they get into other people's worlds, other people's problems. They check their email. They check their social media. They check their news. And, and I say, look, at, you got to set yourself up for success in the morning. So one of the things I do that I heard a long time ago and I thought it was kind of weird, but makes sense. When you first wake up, you make your bed. You get out of bed. As soon as your eyes wake up, where the alarm goes off, you get out of bed. You don't sit there and dwell and, and cuddle up with your loved one or whatever. You get out of bed. And even if they're still in bed, you make your side of the bed. Why is this important? Because now you've already accomplished something first thing in the morning. And then I do 10 push-ups. And then I read my Bible, I read a devotion, and then I go for my run. Now, I do, after, after I read my Bible and that stuff, I do open my phone, but I don't check email. I post on social media if I need to. I don't consume social media, and I go for my run. Now, once you first start doing this, you're going to like, oh, just five more minutes in bed, or oh, it's kind of cold outside. You're going to make these excuses. But I, I'm a big fan, Marlo, of gamifying things. And so I, as you know from our coaching relationship, I believe in counting the days. So I know how many days I've run in a row. I know how many days I've gone without you know, soda. And when you gamify it, okay, I got out of bed today. As soon as my alarm went off, that's one. Once that number gets to seven or eight or 10 or some num- magical number for you, you're not going to want to start over at zero. And so I encourage everyone to gamify their productivity because now you're competing against yourself, not against anyone else. I have run about 761 days, I think, as of today. There's no way I'm going to take a day off. There's no way I'm going to start over at one. Wow. And the power right there. So engaging through Gamify, I think that right there too is, is a huge asset to, to helping you win that game of, of your own productivity and your consistency. But here's the thing too, I'm hearing a lot of consistency with you. What, what is consistency offer you as a business person and through your professional life? Let's, let's have a conversation around consistency. Well, it goes back to something we talked a lot about when you were my coach is the reinventing the wheel. Everything that we need to get done, chances are really good, has already been done by someone before. So if you want to make a goal of making a million dollars a year, someone's already done it. If you want to make a billion dollars a year, someone's already done it. So there's no need to reinvent the wheel. Tony Robbins says success leaves clues. So if you want to be successful, you find someone who is successful doing what you want to do and just do what they did. It's not that hard. And I think the problem is, is people are going, no, I have to do my own thing. Look at, there's nothing new under the sun. Everything's already been done. Okay. I got news for you. You're not going to invent anything new. You may tweak it a little bit, but everything has already been taken care of. So I think, and the lesson I, I learned myself is like, why am I doing, trying to do something new when everything is new, everything's been done before. And so the consistency makes a pattern. And the more things become a pattern, you stop worrying about the minutia and you start worrying about, okay, what do I need to work on instead of the little things? What do I need to work on today that's going to move the needle for me? Mm, I love that. And so you're talking about, you know, you stop thinking and you just start doing. And a lot of what you are sharing right now, people are picking up on that as they're listening to this episode, that you have really vetted out the whole part of the thinking process. And you literally show up 
just from like even your running routine that you describe and you do it and you, you, you know, you are getting to the next phase because you are taking those actions. So what is recommended advice that you, when you're working with clients, what is the one thing that you know makes the biggest impact around performance? The number one thing I tell people is turn off your notifications because we are so distracted. And most people, I hear their phones going off. Remember those music boxes? You probably had a music box when you were a little girl, didn't you? Oh, of course. Okay. And most people's phones sounds like a music box. All these chimes going off. And even my beloved wife, she's got every notification turned on. I'm like, honey, why? Why do you have all these notifications turned on? And I, I tell people to do a notification cleanse. We all know what a diet uh, a diet nutritional cleanse is. A notification cleanse is you look at all the notifications and turn most of them off because those are distracting you. So number one, number two, disable vibration mode on your phone. Because if you do the right things, you mute your phone, you put it face down. When you get a text or a call, the phone's going to vibrate. You're going to be distracted. You might as well pick up the phone. So turn off mostly notifications, disable uh, vibration mode. Those two things alone are going to make you so less distracted and you can focus on what you need to get focused on. And that's the third part is, okay, what really needs to get done? Not what you think needs to get done. Do you take the time to figure it out? I mean, I I have Brendan Burchard's High Performance Planner, which is the best planner I've ever used. And in the morning, it's got morning prompts and a place for a planner at the top. It says, what are your three objectives today? And I, although I transfer that stuff to my iPhone, there's something magical about sitting down with your pen and your planner and going, okay, what really needs to get done? today. And even if you work for the corporation world, you still have to figure out, okay, what really needs to get done today? A lot of people, Marlo, are reactive. They're not proactive. They're just reacting to whatever happens to them. And then they get at the end of the day and they're like, wow, I am so tired, but I was felt like a hamster on the wheel today. And that's because you were, you didn't get anything accomplished because you were just reacting. And I encourage you to live every day intentionally. Wow. Yes. I mean, that intention is everything, right? When you can say, okay, these are the three things that I'm going to get done today. And when you know at the end of the day, you've accomplished those three things, you feel like a rock star. And because you do that and you're, you're, you know, you're getting, like you say, to the next phase, you're moving that needle, then you want to do more of it. And so those intentions are everything. And instead of just going through the motions, being really, really clear with intention, what is it that I'm going to achieve at the end of the day? And this is, a, I, I like to tell, uh, share something that Tony Robbins says. It says, it's better to move in the wrong direction than not move at all. So if you don't know, if you're going to sit down tomorrow and you're going to plan out your day, even if you get the three objectives wrong, at least you went through the exercise and said, okay, here are my three, got them wrong, and you'll get better with every day you do. And again, it goes back to what you said, consistency. So you won't get it right in the first day or the second day or the third day. But the more you do it, you're like, okay, this is not practical for me to do these three things. I can do one of these things. And then you start figuring things out. So you have to give yourself grace. That's a word that came up a lot there in our coaching session. Give yourself grace. No one has it figured out. You're going mm -hmm. to struggle. Some people are further ahead than others. But going through the motions of actually trying to figure out your day and what needs to get done is going to take you light years forward than if you just stood there and you're paralyzed and didn't move at all. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, I, yes, you're absolutely right. Okay, so you've alluded a few times to our coaching partnership. I'm going to ask you to jump in and, and share, you know, how, how did you connect the dots and why did you hire me as your coach? And then share um, with our audience, you know, what was um, strategy or action or an outcome that you 
really that really moved your mountain? Well, I'll answer the last question first because it's the easiest. It's clarity. I think a lot of people are going through the world in a fog and and you don't know where the shore is. You don't know where the rocks are or the lighthouse is. And you're just out there wandering around and you need to have clarity. It, I'm 54 years young and I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up until I was 52. Okay. <laughs> I was just wandering around and I went through coach after coach after coach, but you gave me clarity. And I think that's really important because a lot of people think they know what they want to do. But if you ask your, your closest 10 friends, Hey, what am I really good at? If they don't repeat to you what you think you're good at, you may want to, as the kids used to say, they probably don't say anymore. You need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's probably an old saying, but you need to stop and think and, and figure out the clarity. Now, what I got from you is honest feedback. You are a no BS kind of gal. And when I used to come in, uh, not Winnie the Pooh or Tigger, I came in like you are and you called me on it. And I, I that's called accountability. And I think no, no matter who you hire as a coach, Marlo, me, or Jane Doe, John Doe, doesn't matter. They need to be holding you accountable. And so when you show up on those days as Eeyore, well, we're going to get into your head and say, okay, is this something real? Like someone in your family just died or you know, you're going to lose your house? Or is this you whining because you didn't get your way? And that's what a good coach does. And, and you didn't let me get away with that stuff. You, you, you know, there's times I had objectives for a call and um, we talked the whole call about me being Eeyore that day. And uh, that really was helpful because, you know, when you're not solopreneur, because that's what I am, a solopreneur, you don't have anybody at home. My dog's not going to say, hey, dad, you're not, you're not, you're not your usual self today. So you need, everyone needs coaches and masterminds. If you look at the high performance people, Tony Robbins, whatever, they have hyper, they have masterminds and coaches and people who are struggling don't. And so there's a big correlation right there. Oh, there's, yeah. And there's just a lot of value when you can, you know, have synergy. And I think that's the number one thing that, that you and I really had. I really got to know who you were. And that's when you can say, you know what, you were honest with me. You were, you know, no nonsense because I knew you. And when you get to know somebody at that level, there is a level of vulnerability that happens and a level of trust that happens that you can receive that. Whatever is being shared or said or taught in a much richer way. And I think that's why it had the biggest impact for you is because you you were grounded in, in, in a space where maybe you didn't have that experience before, but we got really real, right? <laughs> and it was no nonsense, but I care deeply for, for the clients that I work with. And I know you do too. And I think that was the cornerstone. But let's go back to that clarity feature. I mean, what was it specifically that you and I did together for you that allowed you to get the clarity that you needed to get to the next steps? Well, we met because I posted something on LinkedIn many, many months ago, uh, actually right before I went to church that day. And I said, you know, I don't get it. You know, I have all this knowledge. I know that there's people out there need me need this knowledge and there's this chasm. And you reached out and offered to speak to me and we had a great conversation. But what I was doing is productivity, as you know, is a ginormous umbrella. And I was trying to appeal to everyone because I had no money, no clients, didn't know what I was doing. And I thought I would try to appease everyone. Didn't matter if you had not a nickel to your name or you're a quadrillionaire. I was trying to appeal to everyone, which is a big mistake. You should never have an audience that big. Even though I can help everyone, I need to niche down. And so when we talked, I think it, I think you clocked it like 13 minutes before you figured out what the, the whole issue was. And we just, we, not you didn't tell me the answer. You pulled it out of me that distractions was where it's at because 
we live in a world that technology is supposed to make things easier for us. It's making it much more complicated with us. And so from that gave me clarity what I should be doing it. Now I can still talk about time management. I can still talk about how to set up your calendar, whatever, which I guess is time management, but I focus on distractions. What is pulling you away from you getting the things done? And it all came as a result of that first conversation we had. Yeah, no. And it's, it is fascinating. And when we do, like I said, that 13 minutes to your solution, it was easy for you to say, you know what, I, I get what you are saying and being able to take those jumbled conversations because we're just human, right? That's how we all show up. We're just like, we're so full bodied and our minds are going in so many directions. But when you can have an objective partner who can pull it down and pair it down to that finite level, it makes it simpler. And I think a lot of our conversations, like you said, was around honoring yourself, finding the peace in the process getting to those solutions, but doing it in a way that's kind of that full body, being you and your best you possible, but not trying to be anything more or less than who you are. So take us into that space. I mean, was there anything specific that, you know, from that heart level that you and I connected on that just really made a change for you? Well, it just comes back to the accountability and the clarity. I mean, you showed up every week or every two weeks, whatever the case may be, I don't remember, for the calls and you were there. I mean, I was the most important person that you were talking to at that moment. And that's one thing I do with my clients. It doesn't matter what else is going on in the world. My clients on the call, they are the most important person I'm talking to at that point in time. And everybody wants to feel heard. But you can fake it, but I didn't feel that you were faking it. I think that you were fully um, zoned in on what I was saying because you were active listener. There's listening and there's active listening, but every call with you, I felt that you were actively listening. Well, and that's peaceful. You know, I teach people peace because peaceful, energized, empowered, and loved. Those are the four core feelings of our brand. And that's really the essence. And I think a lot of peaceful, people miss that mark that being peaceful is just being present like right here, right now, not being 10 minutes of where we're going to need to be or 10 minutes where we were. It's like you and I are right here in this space. And I think that's where the attraction comes from is just understanding that we are where we need to be. And we're both very faith-based people, right? We brought that into a lot of our conversations. And again, I think that's very, very powerful when you can sense that level of peace, understand, and just have that faith that interfaith of, you know, how to act and, and how you're positioning and then letting it just all kind of come together in its most purest form. So, okay. So we are going to wrap this up. Anything on a close before we, we lead into this next uh, section, Mark, is there anything else you want to share? I would just say my number one productivity tip is stop trusting your brain. So what I mean by that is when you get an idea, you get the call someone, you have an idea for a blog post or a book, whatever, you need to capture that thought immediately. And as far as I know, Marlo, anywhere in the world, you can actually pull your car over the side of the road. It's it's completely legal and write it down. Or you can pull off the next exit, pull in the parking lot. If someone's in the car with you, ask them to make a note or send you a text. Capture that thought immediately because if you don't, what's going to happen is later is going to happen. You're like, oh, what was that great idea I had for a blog post? It's gone. So make sure you're capturing your those thoughts immediately because your brain's got a lot to do and it can't remember everything. And so Murphy's Law is whatever can go wrong will. But my productivity version is that what you need to remember most is the first thing you're going to forget. So capture every thought. Excellent. Oh my gosh, what a great way to close. Okay, where can we find you? What's your website, social media, and how can we connect? 
Well, my website is markstuchowski.com, but because I love all your listeners, I went out and got the domain mrproductivity.com. Mr. is all spelled out. So when you go to mrproductivity.com, it goes to my website. You're welcome. There you can sign up for my seven-day productivity challenge. It's right at the top of the page. Give me two minutes a day for seven days. I'll help you become more productive. You can also find more information about my podcast. You can find information about my productivity coaching, where I am on social media. I love when people reach out to me on social media, unless you're trying to sell me some desert in Sahara. I really want to hear from you because I really love everyone who contacts me. I want to meet everybody on the plate on this face earth before I leave, whether you like me or not. So go to mrproductivity.com and let's talk. I love it. Okay. You can also learn more about Mark Strucheski by visiting our website at marlohiggins.com, where you can add Mark to your circle of influence, connect to his resources, and uh, make him part of your world. So thank you, Mark. Thank you for being on this episode with us today. Absolute pleasure. It was an honor to be here and to serve you and your audience. Thank you so much. Mm, we invite you to share this podcast with others and thank you in advance for your partnership. If you enjoyed this episode and it left you feeling inspired, share your biggest takeaway on our Perform and Get Paid community Facebook page where you will be engaged and we will respond to your questions and uh, connect with you that way. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. Thank you. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach executives to gain clarity and remove self-doubt to increase performance in sales. To book a complimentary coaching session with me, simply visit marlohiggins.com and click on the Work With Me tab to schedule a call. Did you like this podcast? If so, subscribe and share with all of your friends. And if you want even more awesome resources to gain clarity and remove self-doubt, plus some personal insights from me that I only share in email, Get yourself over to marlohiggins.com and sign up for the email updates. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. If you're into it, subscribe, leave a review and tell all of your friends. We would sure appreciate it.